Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. Hello and welcome to the Aviatrix Book Review. I'm Liz Booker. If you had a chance to listen to my recent uh, podcast that I posted about the origin story behind the Aviatrix Book Club, Aviatrix Book Review, and Literary Aviatrix, then you know that I'm working on crafting this narrative around the collective stories of women in aviation so that it hopefully resonates with a broader audience. And in that process, I was introduced to the ideas of Simon Sinek, who has written many leadership and inspiration books. And this concept that great leaders and businesses connect with their audiences, not through the how and what of what they're doing, but through their beliefs and how those beliefs resonate with their audience, basically their why. So as I was reflecting on what my why is, at the core of it is my belief in the power of story. I believe that stories have the ability to inspire and empower, to foster a sense of belonging and connection, and the power to heal. And there are so many media through which a story can be told. And obviously most of what I do revolves around the long form of a book, which is a more immersive experience than just an anecdote or a moment in time. But then we have people telling stories all day, everywhere across social media. And some of those stories are no less powerful. And then there's everything in between to include poetry. Now, something magical happens when you pair poetry with music. When a song resonates with you, you listen to it over and over again, and you commit that story to memory. And in some cases, that song can be with you the rest of your life. Today, my guest is one of these magicians who pairs her poetry with beautiful music and who is the artist who created the two songs that I have used for the Aviatrix book review and Aviatrix writer's room since their inception. In this interview, I share with her what those songs have meant to me, and we get to hear the inspiration behind them and what they mean to her. And be sure you listen to the end when she sings for us. Maya Johanna, welcome. Thank you. Hi, Liz. It's, it's very nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's incredible to meet you. I'm so excited about it. And I'll tell you all about why in just a bit. But can you take some time to introduce yourself to my audience? Sure. Even though it's really always hard for me to to do this. But um, so my name is Maya Johanna. I'm a singer and a songwriter. And I live in Israel. Um, I, I've been very lucky to be making music with 
some of the most amazing people around me. And I'm just, um, yeah, happy to see how things are moving and um, reaching people that I couldn't even imagine and, and think of. Well, I am so grateful to have found you. And I want to share a little bit about how I found you and what your these two songs that I have been using um, for my Aviatrix book review, uh, both my main one that is about books and then the other one, which is about writing um, over the past two years. So when I knew I was going to start doing these interviews of authors that feature books um, with women in aviation, uh, I knew that I wanted to both interview just about the book and talk about writing. And I knew I needed like music. And so I did all the research for like, what music can you legally use? And I ended up on Artlist.io. And I was really discouraged at first. I knew I wanted something sort of upbeat and empowering. Um, I didn't want sort of the electronic uh, elevator music that they have on there as my theme song. And, you know, that discouragement only lasted for a little while because I think I probably was searching for flying or for sky. And I came across this song of yours, When the Sky, and I couldn't believe it. I was so thrilled to not just have sort of this, you know, upbeat, empowering music, but for it to be this beautiful woman's voice for sure that was um one of the things that i really wanted and then when i listened to it i was like you have got to be kidding me because the lyrics are just so perfectly matched with everything um that i do have done and want this to mean to people and then i started listening to your other songs and i came across this born to become and I was like, you got, I can't believe there are two perfect songs. So I purchased the license, which I am so grateful that you were willing to share it with the world that way and that it gets to reach this whole other audience. And so I'm going to share what they mean to me. And then I can't wait to hear from you, your inspiration, kind of the process of writing them and what they mean to you. And so I'll start with When the Sky, because, you know, uh, I think this song has really big, broad appeal because to me, like in the big metaphorical sense, it's about pursuing your dreams and using your own gifts and not allowing other people's expectations of you to limit you. And that when you do this, you then become an inspiration to other people. So that's sort of like the big overarching theme that I heard when I listened to it. But then there's this very literal part of it. <laughs> like the, the words actually fit so perfectly with the, the dream and the, the journey of pursuing something that is still very unique, unfortunately, because um, women only make up 8% on a good day of pilots in the, in the United States anyway. Mm-hmm. And aside from like the obvious lyrics, like, when the sky is high, there's no reason to stay on the ground. Like that's obvious, but it starts with this, you know, this building the courage to pursue that dream. But, you know, if you take one step, you'll be closer than if you stay where you are. If you 
end of the song, the idea that if you do pursue your gift and you're guided by that, then you become a guide yourself. Like that, I get goosebumps just talking about that because that's so representative of the journey. You know, when you do the hard work and you um, achieve your goals, it's almost universal in my community that we are reaching behind us to guide other women um, in their pursuit of their dreams. It's just gorgeous. Oh, and then it and then it ends with this repeating refrain of. Take the courage, take the strength, take resilience, and keep on moving. the best song ever so that's what that means to me and then this this born to become to me i mean i am writing fiction so uh you know really exploring and it, this was a i mean i've always been a creative person but this is a special kind of creativity and for me that song is all about creativity and inspiration and like grabbing on to that inspiration and not letting it go and nurturing it so that it can become what it was meant to be. Catch it, put it in a jar to have and to hold. To save for later, you cannot trust it to come again. To wait for you to find a pen and fill the paper with the message that it wants to send. And all of the lyrics from my perspective um, represent that. So that's what those songs mean to me. I would love to hear from you, your inspiration behind them, how you wrote them and what they mean to you. First of all, you really got it. Like, I just, I don't know if I can really say any more because I feel, well, first of all, I feel honored that, that this has reached you and that it touched you in this way, because I think as, as creators, we, I think the process sometimes can be a little lonely and when you go through it um, until this creation is out into the world and until you, you know, take that actual step, sometimes it's, it's easy to believe that you're a either crazy or just the only, <laughs> the only person that feels this way. And, you know, um, and so um, yeah, so first of all, I just wanted to say thank you. This for me is such a like amazing feedback, just that, I mean, um, this, it touched you this way for me. I mean, the, the process of writing these songs was pretty amazing. I was, um, at a time where I was, I was, I knew that I wanted to write some songs and I needed someone to just kind of like put me in this 
space where I'm going to like have no other option but to do so. And so I have this tendency to put myself into um, places where I'm going to have to to do things. Oh, and by the way, I have to, first of all, also like <laughs> disclaimer, I have a very good American accent. However, my vocabulary is not as like great as I wish it to be. And so sometimes if I like, you know, stumble upon some words, it's, you know, it's um, just me trying to we receive the accurate one. Well, first of all, we appreciate and respect that you can speak more than one language, especially those of us who cannot. And yes. uh, you have done just fine with your vocabulary in thank your songs. You, so you. you're forgiven. <laughs> no, and yeah, and to have a writer, I mean, also, you know, give me this feedback on my songs is also very, very moving. So thank you. Um, so I, I found someone who he gave me a deadline and he said, okay, you have to come back in a couple of months with a few songs and just write your experience. And, um, with when the sky, I just remember having this, it was this excitement of, of knowing that I'm about to take a step that I didn't think that I would take until that point. And, and I just had this, I was like giddy and frisky about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this one step and I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to move me closer to where I want to be, which is singing my songs and performing with them. And and I remember just being kind of like, I was like laying in my bed and I had this like beat come into my mind. And with both these songs, it's, in, it's interesting. I didn't write them like playing the guitar or the piano or something. I just like, I started singing them because it was like more of like a chant that felt like it was coming out without any specific harmony or something it just like came out of me and and I felt like it was interesting it was both of both of them just kind of like came through me and afterwards I remember when we finished recording and everything um I I was like I did this process with a woman that um describes herself as a as a creative uh guide and what she does is she meets with artists and people who, you know, want to go through the process of creating something and, and want to have a guide with them to help them through this process, to understand it, to, um, to like appreciate it in, in more ways that you can appreciate when you're in the process of creating and I remember us sitting together and like breaking down the lyrics. And I was, I was, I was like, I wrote this thing. It just, I just felt like it came through me, you know, like I channeled it and I didn't even yeah. really, you know what I mean? Like process how much it meant to me as I was writing it, like how, and I think, you know, that's, first of all, that's like my favorite thing about being an artist is just being a vessel when I can reach that, that, that place. And maybe as a human in general, just being a vessel to like do magical things that I can't, that I don't know how 
they are possible. Um, and, and I mean, side note, when I, when I look at you and just the, 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 the idea of flying in general is something that is not something, you know, it's not, it's very strange to me in, in terms of like, I am not familiar, you know, with like flying anything except for maybe yeah. as a kid, I like believed that I could hover or like a few feet over the, the ground, but <laughs> me too. It, you know, <laughs> like I've never had like this, I can only imagine what it feels like to sit, you know, inside this, a, a, like, you know, a helicopter or a, a plane or something and just like have that feeling of soaring over the ground. And like, that is something that I, I can't even grasp, grasp. So to me, I mean, even that is like, that's like, so magical. Um, well, it's very and, empowering. And that's, that's the other thing too, like with the song, it's, it is so empowering and, and like this journey in the song is a lot about empowerment. Like you're talking about, you're taking a step toward your dream. You're, you're getting your, you're finding your power. Well, it's a very similar thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, to operate a complicated machine like that and mm-hmm. be proficient at it and good at it mm-hmm. is very, it, it translates to so many other things in your life. Like it gives you so much confidence in so many Yes. Yeah. I mean, it makes me want to go, yeah, fly something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Keep us updated on that. Yeah. Keep us updated. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm too, I'm too scared. I don't know. But um, maybe I'll come fly with you one day. Oh, just hold on. <laughs> you stand on a stage in front of how many people and oh, yeah. sing and perform. Yeah. And you're afraid to go, well, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I think it's interesting how every, every person has like something that they, you know, feel like is more natural to them and, and other things that are just like, there is no way that I can do that. And it's, yeah, it's interesting. But, um, so going back to the process of writing it, I, I just had like this, you know, the basic, um, form of what it kind of came out as when I first wrote it. And then afterwards, um, I tweaked it a little bit, obviously. And, and I remember when I finished, when I finished the whole thing, I felt like I wanted another part, um, to just like, to get like pumped up with the idea of like taking this step. It just felt like it needed like this extra little part. Um, and that's when I added the, like that chant at the end, the mantra of like, mm-hmm. um, keep on moving and take courage. And yeah, I, I think I wrote it. I wrote it for myself. And just like, as, as, as I wrote there, you know, when, when you, follow your gift and do something, even if it's for yourself, you end up inspiring other people to do the same. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And And then how about the born to become? become, It's exactly that. I was, I was, I was listening to an interview. I now I feel terrible. Not for, we're not remembering the name who it was with, 
but maybe I'll remember later. And, and yeah, she was talking about inspiration and how, how it came to her, um, you know, ideas. And I connected to that feeling of having it being so elusive. And I, I started thinking, well, what does it feel like for me to, to meet an idea, to, to have inspiration, like visit me. And at that time I felt like it was almost like a, you know, like you're approaching an animal and you want it to like not be afraid of you and to just like come near it and be, um, you know, have it feel secure enough to not run away too quickly and allow it to have this like bond with you and play with it a little bit. Grab it, hold it by its tail before it escapes. You know its ways and you cannot lose it. That's what you fear. So hold it up against your ear and very carefully listen to what it wants you to hear. Yeah, and that also, I mean, I feel like it just it keep talking about that same idea in each one of the verses, just in a different way. Um, and and exactly as you said, it's just, it's like sometimes I, I felt like it just as much as I needed inspiration to write my songs, maybe inspiration needs me to you know, to show itself, to show like a gift or to become and that all I have to do is, you know, be there and be present and collaborate with this idea or something and have it come through me and, and just let it be just the way that it was supposed to. Find it sleeping in its nest before it wakes up. Touch it gently, you want it feeling completely calm So you can hold it in your palm And help it grow just like it was born to be Come, 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 come Whoa, 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 whoa Is it possible that you were listening to Elizabeth Gilbert? Yes, thank you. Yeah, so I talk a lot about her. I I love her book. She's the author of Eat, Pray, Love, but the book Big Magic is the one in which she talks about ideas being living beings floating around the world, just looking for somebody who wants to birth them. And that's exactly like what I heard with the song too. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. That that was the that was the inspiration for how this song started. Definitely. I love that. So well, uh-huh. that makes it even more perfect that <laughs> I was able to find it and, and and match it with this this thing that I've been doing. Oh man. You so tell us a little more about your background and uh and then I want to get to what you're doing now, but like I saw so I don't know how much of your music is available here in the states or on YouTube. Because and, and I also want you to tell me what genre you think it's in, because what oh. I loved about it is that it's sort of its own. Like wow. I saw somewhere here in the States when I was looking you up that it was categorized as country. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is not country. <laughs> folk, maybe. Yeah. There's like a folk thing to it. But 
So what genre is it? And then I saw that you did a lot of covers for a long time before you started doing your own music. So tell us about that journey. So I, I started singing when I was a teenager, which is pretty late. I mean, in terms of like how some of my colleagues started, maybe, you know, like singing when they were a lot younger and playing the instruments and stuff. I did play some instruments, but I got into singing just by mistake, sort of, and just like all good things in my life. And, um, and I realized that I was pretty good at it and that I liked it. And so I started pursuing, um, different things. I, and, um, I was born and raised in Israel. So I, I, um, went to the army for two years, um, as a singer and, um, and then I went to study music and then I started, you know, being part of different uh, groups and bands and kind of like searching for my voice. And um, I grew up at, my mom's originally from Cleveland, so I grew up speaking English at home, but I, I've always lived in Israel. So um, yeah, so like I, I always felt like I was like, I belonged in both places. I always felt like I'm I'm at home in the United States and the same in Israel, but I've never lived in the States. And so, um, yeah, like I feel the longest that I've been there was probably like a year, uh, in total. And so sometimes I'm, I'm also not sure, just like you said, um, you know, like how much my music is, is available over there and here, like, I'm not really sure, like, how it works in terms of, um, you know, the differences between the markets and stuff like that and how much is it, it's possible to, to reach other countries. But today everything is so, it's just so small yeah. and possible. So that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but anyways, what else? So, oh, so I, I got into like singing a lot of country and folk music um, when I was in my early twenties. And I think I just felt, I automatically felt at home because it was like, this, this is like my language, you know, that this is like the music that maybe my mom and my grandparents grew up on or knew more. And so even though I didn't grow up like listening to a lot of folk and country music, I immediately just felt at home singing these songs, which I accidentally got to performing with. So that is like several years where I did a lot of um, American folk music and, and realized that I am very much um, inspired by that sound, by, you know, the storytelling, um, the, the types of instrumentation, just the energy. And so there's definitely a lot of like, folk and country influences in my music. Um, and that's how I got into when I was, you know, just like kind of went with the flow and somehow I had this opportunity to, to start writing my songs because I was collaborating with someone who was smart enough and um, um, to tell me that I need to like do my own music, you know, cause I, at that, at that point, I, I just 
didn't, I, I wanted to sing, but I didn't really know if I was a sing songwriter, you know, I didn't believe in it and I didn't give myself credit for it. And, um, I thank him very much, son, my producer that he, you know, he really insisted. And he said, you know, why don't you go sit for a couple of months and come back when you have some new songs that you wrote. And that's how that, you know, my first album was born and it has that, you know, also that magic of um, realizing that I'm a singer songwriter and that I'm writing my own songs now and I'm excited about it. And, Oh, this is so magical and, and fun. Um, I like that about that, that album. And so how, um, how does it do in Israel? Like, I don't have a concept of how, like what your relationship is with the Israeli audience. Yeah. So I can definitely say that it, it did, it did reach, you know, some audience here in Israel, not Israel is the market here is a lot smaller. So to reach, you know, um, a certain amount of audiences is easier. I feel like, than it is in the States probably because everything is bigger. And um, however, um, through the platform, through the Artless platform, I feel like my music has been able to reach a, a, like a wider audience. And it's interesting the places that it has reached. Like, I think, you know, that, that is what is magical about and, and so amazing about the world that we're living in these days and how, I mean, what are the chances that you would have heard of me otherwise? You know, like it's, it's really, it's really interesting because I'm, you know, I'm just like, um, an independent artist and I don't have like any big uh, label behind me or something like that. And so, um, it's, it's a real gift to have my music like reach like all these new audiences that I could have never imagined really. Um, so, so, yeah. um, so do you, perf do you perform? In, so I know that we just went through COVID and I'm sure that had an right. effect on you. And I saw, like you mentioned Cleveland and now it makes sense because I saw that at some point you performed in Cleveland. Right. Um, and I wanted to ask like, when are you coming to the States <laughs> to perform for us? And when can I come oh see God. you in person? <laughs> oh, that would be a dream. I, yeah, I did like a little mini tour just after I released the album and went to a few places that I knew that I had some audience and um, it was very small. It was just me and a guitar player and we did a few shows and attended some festivals and yeah, it was cool. I would love to do it again. I mean, I'm currently... Um, we're releasing some music in Hebrew, which is um, obviously different from, from what I did in my first album. Um, and some of it was actually, I, um, I realized that I was, that I was going to be in Israel for a while. And this is also like related to COVID because I, I stopped uh, performing all at once and I, like we weren't traveling and, and, and doing things as, as we used to. And I was in the midst of um, working with a friend on a new project. And um, 
we were thinking about, you know, what we're going to do. And he offered to write a few songs for me in Hebrew. Um, and so we created this um, EP, which has five songs in Hebrew uh, that he wrote that are also um, very folky uh, and I'd say like acoustic, uh, very nostalgic. They have like a vintage vibe to them. And those songs were more like inspired by maybe like Israeli folk music from like the 60s and 70s as well. Um, and yeah, and I'm working on more projects and writing new songs and hoping that um, I'll get back to performing regularly again because I haven't been since, uh, yeah, since COVID. It's, it's been... It's been a huge change for me. Yeah. What are your biggest, wildest artist dreams? Uh, mm, I have a dream of performing in a very big cathedral. <laughs> I have this like dream of like an, of like being in a space that is just like very, the sound is very big and maybe I don't need like a lot of, um, you know, sound equipment and stuff like that. And just having that energy of people like around me. And um, I want, I think I just want to sing. Like, you know what I mean? I, for me, it could be like at somebody's house and it could be in like a big cathedral and it could be, um, you know, the fact that I have, I know that there's another person that's listening is like, that's like enough for me, you know. Would you sing a little bit right now? Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm what listening. did I sing? What did I sing? Maybe I'll sing you a too. part of um, part of one of those songs. I hope you can hear me well, though. Okay. Mm. If you take one step, then you will be a little closer. To your dreams, and if you stay just where you are, keep that chin held up and fight your battles with your feet. And are both there, you'll find a path that has your name. I'm ready to go again, ready to say goodbye when the sky is high. No reason to stay on ground. Lift your hands and you can touch it fly. The minute you felt you found, understand that you can have it all. The winds are in your soul. 
You got me in tears over here. Oh. Your voice is gorgeous. And Thank that you, is just a beautiful Liz. song. And it's a gift to the world and especially to my community and to me. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I'm so grateful. Thank you for reaching out. I I feel blessed that you that you contacted me and found me and my songs. Thank you. I don't know why I waited so long to do it. I had fantasies <laughs> about doing it the moment I heard the song. And then it took me almost two years. I don't know. It was like, oh, she's a big, you know, no. she's a big artist and she doesn't have time for me. I'm nobody. And then I finally had the confidence to do it. And I'm so glad I did. And oh. I'm so glad you said yes. Of course, of course. Then we all-